Hello and welcome to episode 6 of The Honey Temple. My name is Lee, and today we're going to talk about masculine and feminine energies. Just after this short intro, be back soon. Emily Telford, intuitive wellbeing coach and teacher. Most of you will know me through my business and social media as My Wellbeing Pal. I am the founder of the Hormone Balance Chakra Program and I coach women back to wholeness, giving them step-by-step tools and techniques that helps them to connect with her, H-E-R, that feminine energy that will allow you to heal, elevate and rebalance. I hope you enjoy the Honey Temple, allowing you to be your own damn queen. Welcome back to the Honey Temple. I'm so excited to be back. Um, it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded a podcast. I just needed a little bit of time. I had a lot going on in my own life, a lot of clearing of energy, integrating of energy. And what I now realize is I knew I was going to be doing this topic next. And the universe was just transpiring and allowing me to fully integrate this topic so that I could really talk about it from a very balanced place. Um, so that's what's been going on for me. Very interesting. Um, and it, and it, and it's today actually is Pan Sunday. So I thought that's really really powerful that I was guided to get up and do this episode today for you. And it's it's interesting that when I looked and researched Pan Sunday, obviously you know we know you know the, the traditional story of Jesus, but actually what struck me when I was researching it was Pan is actually another name for Phoenix and when I looked at this the Phoenix is um it's 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 one of the names that we call all of the different palm trees it's like a generic word for 14 species of palm trees um and what I also love is it's very significant for me because it's connected to the native bird of ancient Egypt and I really am very connected to Egypt, as many of you will know if you've seen me doing my videos on YouTube or Instagram. I wear an ankh around my neck, which is a symbolism of the original cross that includes both the feminine and the masculine energy together. So I just thought that was super powerful um, as I worked out all of the symbolism today before we started. And the phoenix, you know, the phoenix is, you know, the phoenix rising from the flames. Um, I have a little quote here from Danielle Laporte. As the legend goes, when the phoenix resurrects from the flames, she is even more beautiful than before. And I feel like today, obviously, and as we enter into Holy Week, it's all about um, the rebirth, the death and the rebirth, which is really what the phoenix is. Um, as early as 500 BC, legends decreed that the ancient mythical creature, the phoenix, a legendary bird, would live for 500 years. Near the end of its life, the phoenix would build a funeral pyre for itself. And as it began to die, it would lie, lie down in the wood and burst into frames, consumed by fire. Immediately, the phoenix would re-emerge, renewed from anything, from any purifying ashes, more beautiful and regal than before, and live for another 500 years until the process would repeat perpetually. And this symbolism of the phoenix is legendary. The Greeks named it the phoenix, but it is associated with the Egyptian Bennu bird, the Jewish Milcham, the Persian Simurg, the Native American Thunderbird, the Russian Firebird, the Chinese Feng Huen, and the Japanese Ho-Ho Bird. So no matter what the culture, and I feel this is very relevant also for, you know, Christianity as well, and, and um, you know, how you communicate or how you, your belief structure and belief system around God and Jesus, Mary Magdalene. So it's, it's a really interesting topic. 
Um, so no matter what the culture, um, it remains a symbol of resurrection after loss. You know, the same energy as Jesus' crucifixion that many of us know of. But also I feel I like to make all of the symbolism relevant in our own life. And I feel like, you know, many of us go through, and if you've known me for any length of time or had a session with me or done any group work with me, I always talk about the death and a rebirth process as we, we go through it often in our lives where we really go through the death of the old us, when we work deeply on ourselves um, and looking at old habits and old patterns, old ancestral things that have been being passed down or causing a heaviness and we step into the new. That is really like a death of the old for the new to come in. And it's a super, super powerful process and I have definitely been going through that the last couple of weeks. You know, first I felt, you know, this goes back to quite a few weeks ago, I felt a heaviness and a tiredness in my body. And it's really hard to, you know, identify what that is. You just really have to allow the energy to come in. You know, you have to allow surrender. Um, and you are being guided to go deeply into the feminine. The feminine energy is about the, the void, the darkness, going into the shadow aspect that many of us just don't want to look at. Me included, and I know this stuff, you know. But what comes after that is the phoenix from the flames where you get the lessons you understand, you know. So I could feel this anxiety in my heart for no reason. Um, and I was just guided that I was getting a heart activation. I was healing deep, deep grief. Um, and, I, and, I, and I really didn't understand it there. So I just thought I'll be shown in, in, in its own time. So I just surrendered to the feminine and trusted the process. And I had this underlying feeling that something was coming, but I didn't know what. And I had experienced this actually just before covid you know way back last year so of course I was a little bit anxious going what is going to happen and um, thankfully I have the distractions of my grinding children and of housework and um, obviously seeing my clients my group work um, so I just allowed it all to play out which is another feminine trait and then boom something happened and it was literally like the rug or shall I say the whole floor had been taken beneath me and then I truly had to go into my feminine energy. I had to completely surrender. I had to completely go into the dark, go into the void. And I was blind, actually. And I was shown something from childhood, which relates to somebody being blind, um, which was really, really interesting. So that word was quite relevant. Um, you know, this process is not pretty. And we have been taught to fix. We've been taught to call the doctor, get a pill, um, to fight it every step of the way. And we really don't need to. And I think... You know, sometimes we can really, by avoiding it, we really suffer in it. And, you know, really when when it hits you and you have to look at it and then you come out the other end, you're like, why did I avoid that for so long? You know, we just want to put a plaster over the pain. So I just simply allowed myself to feel it all. You know, I'd really monitor all the old patterns that were coming up. Um, these feelings of not being good enough, of being like a bad person, of wanting to hide and even blame others, you know, it literally felt like a death in so many ways. I can't, I can't, I'm not going to go into the details over here all day, but um, I had to really hold a feminine space and stay in love for myself and for others around me. And it really wasn't easy, you know, as our mind takes us off to a dark place, so you have to keep bringing it back into the heart, which would be another feminine trait. You know, the feminine is, is, is about your intuition, staying in the heart, whereas the masculine would be more about the mind and the logic. And we do need both, okay? But in this instance, I needed to stay in my feminine and connecting with my heart space. And no one really deep down who I was. And this is why we build these strong foundations. This is why we clear out the old, you know, it's so important so that we can self-regulate when it counts. So I just kept focusing on my emotions and what was at the root. And what I found was a really deep shame. And shame is one of the 
lowest vibration energies you know and it took me to a memory when I was 12 but of course this all happened the day before my daughter's 12th birthday my eldest and our eldest children can carry a lot of ancestral um, stuff passed down so that felt very relevant as well so that she wasn't carrying it and I'd kept this um, you know memory in a very dark place it was very very painful and I just couldn't look at it um, and obviously I was forced to so when you're forced to go to the source like this you know it allows you to look at all areas and have such compassion for those around you as well especially initially if you were to blame them for anything you know and in fact those people that may initially have seemed to have wronged you are actually giving you the greatest gift of healing so you don't hold on to any lower vibration and you can just really let it go so it's super powerful you know within this process i was so entrenched in my feminine energy of surrender and slowness slowness which really connects with the emotional body and the spiritual body if you think back to episode two in the podcast um, but i also kept moving through it because I couldn't stay in that I had to really access my masculine body to get me out walk and to get me moving my energy um, to just um, you know break th break through it I suppose so obviously this this needs leads me nicely to today's topic masculine and feminine energy or shall I say divine masculine and divine feminine energy so there are actually two other characters categories there is distorted masculine or unhealthy masculine and there's distorted feminine energy or unhealthy feminine energy and no matter our gender or the gender we identify with we're all made up of energy which can be defined as masculine and feminine feminine and generally you know um most of us will have a predominant or um you know one of those energies would be more dominant than the other um and that doesn't necessarily mean because you're female you'll be more dominant female or because your male be more dominant fee you know male so it's you know at the end of this podcast really sit and look at you know the categories and how I describe them to see where you sit and it can really open up a lot of um you know can take you on a journey you know we are in the decade of duality anyway and this started last year in the year 2020 as many of us will well none of us will forget and really we are in this for the next 10 years you know in the year of 2020 to 2030 and we have this opportunity for massive growth, for healing, for expansion. And really everything around us is duality in this world. Masculine, feminine, black and white, good and bad, logic and intuition, control and freedom. We could go on. And you may have noticed much talk about the rise of the feminine energy where, um, you know, uh, Mary Magdalene was a very powerful healer, um, you know, with Jesus. Um, but her gospel was hidden and it was left out of the Bible. And for anybody interested in reading more about that, um, Megan Watterson is a brilliant author and she has a book called Mary Magdalene Revealed, which I would highly recommend. It's a fascinating book and it's actually really lovely to listen to it on Audible as well, to hear her voice, you know, um, also the way she describes it. It's super powerful. So this all starts with you. You don't want to worry about anybody else. And as I read down the list, you can be thinking, oh, my husband's like this or my son or my daughter or my mother or whatever. Please keep bringing yourself back to you and let them do them. And you be the master. You be the inspiration. You know, we can all be inclined to notice this energy. It's much easier to notice it in other people and then want to try and fix and help them. But really, that only leads to disaster. And trust me, I have been there. And... As you continue to listen, just think about how this relates to you. Um, as we both have unhealthy, wounded, distorted masculine feminine energy aspect. You know, and that really comes from the ego, from the inner child, from place of fear, shame. These lower vibrations, this darkness um, where we have held pain and wounding. 
you know, we simply need to shine a light on this darkness, this shadow and have awareness. As when we know better, we do better. And as Angel Angelo, Angeleo, Angelo <laughs> says, um, which is what she says, sorry, she was a great advocate of women's rights. Um, so her quotes are super powerful. So let's get into um, the divine feminine energy. So the divine feminine, this would be the healthy feminine. She is gentle, but she is strong. She has very graceful boundaries. She's loving, she's empathetic, she's compassionate and supportive. And she asks for she asks for what she needs. This is one of the things that I have started to do in my relationship with my partner, for example. When I was just expecting him to know, and how is he gonna know? We're very different. And he was was quite masculine, and I was, you know, um, you know, quite feminine, but trying to be masculine, and it was really a road to nowhere, you know. So um, you know, you want to really, when you know who you are and you do that work and knowing who you are, then you can say, but well, this is what I need and explain that to others. Um, and it's all about really explaining it from a calm, balanced place. I think many of us, we will hold stuff in and we will get frustrated and we will feel that others should know, you know, what's going on in our minds or what to do. Um, you know, we, you know, we just assume that the men know, you know, to empty the dishwasher or whatever. And, um, you know, really they're just in their world and their thoughts, you know, so it's important for us to communicate and have boundaries as well. Compassionate boundaries, graceful boundaries. So she asks for what she needs, as I say, she is vulnerable, but authentic. And I think vulnerable is such a powerful word. And Brenny Brown, if you read any of her stuff, she talks, she is a, a vulnerability and shame researcher. And I highly recommend like one of her, I think it's one of her first books, Daring Greatly. And she talks about this and, um, you know, really vulnerability. I think the old way of seeing it, used, you know, used to be seen as not strong. And I think nowadays there is so much strength and courage in vulnerability and being vulnerable. But when you're vulnerable, you're your true self. And I think very much for men and women, and that's one of the things I've noticed even in my own relationships, you know, particularly with my husband or with my children, is us both just allowing the vulnerable side to come forward, allowing, you know, allowing us to hold each other when it's needed and allowing the other one to take the lead or you to take the lead when they need to. And it's really this beautiful dance between the masculine and feminine when you find that within yourself and that balance within yourself that you can then bring that to your relationships and it really lets go of this codependency okay um, she's not afraid to speak her heart to speak from her heart to speak her truth with no shame you know so it's interesting shame was coming up for me just before I was to record this she is in her flow and what that means is she is not forcing anything she just you know it's literally just all comes to her if she's in her flow and and really, you know, it's just that she is doing what she loves in every moment without thinking too much about what she's going to get or, you know, you know, um, the end game. She's just really trusting that she will be guided to wherever she's meant to go. And it really is letting go of control, you know, and many of us um, hold on to control and many of us sort of, you know, have this this connection with control because it allows us to feel safe and um that was a big breakthrough that I had to work through was just letting go of the control to allow this in. So she trusts, trust is a massive one. And what I find for me and for clients that I have worked with, uh, if there is trust issues, 
um, generally it's, it stems back from us not trusting ourselves and that's really what you've got to look at first what you've got to go back to and you know when you don't trust yourselves trust your intuition you know um, then we attract people of that vibration that just you know we can't trust them and they will eventually hurt us so she surrenders you know <laughs> I remember you know you know the last you know couple of years or when I first started working on myself on a very deep level you know I remember my mentor and healer and you know it's like just surrender just surrender and I used to get so frustrated what does that mean you know it really just it's literally there's no right or wrong you don't need to know the answers right now you just you know wake up and get through each day and you just you know for me it's very much surrender when you surrender and you trust they both are interlinked you get into a flow then it's like a meditative flow flow throughout the day and one of the things I want to recommend is you know how you do this and and one of the things I highly recommend is a sacred daily practice of just connecting with yourself so that you can see the signs and signals around you. And it's funny, I started reading The Alchemist yesterday. And yes, you know, it's a very old book that I probably should have read starting my spiritual journey, but I just never did. And, you know, it's beautiful to read it now where it's all about the signs and synchronicities. And that's totally how I live my life. And that's very much the feminine way. So... She is intuitive and she listens from the heart. She creates and she manifests. So, you know, the feminine energy is very much, you know, as we know about creating, you know, that's where we create. Um, we create, you know, from our womb, we create children and new life. But we also create, you know, new things. You know, we are the leaders of our own lives. And very much even, you know, the male energy. You know, my husband would get his best ideas if he is out walking both of us work for ourselves so he's constantly creating as well and he would go out walk and connect with nature which really is connecting with his feminine energy and that's when he gets all his best ideas or out in the golf course or driving when it's like in like a meditative state okay and you know really when you create from that place of balance from the heart then you are like the most amazing manifester um, but it's super important to keep yourself in your heart so you're manifesting from the heart and not from the head because then blocks will come in. Okay. She is confident in her body and her femininity. And it's funny, you know, body issues is one of the big things I'm just constantly working on. Um, just having suffered bulimia as a child and I just really, it's just always there that I'm constantly just lifting another layer away. And today I just was that guided, even though none of you can see me. <laughs> I have a lovely dress on today. I'm really in my feminine. And it was funny because I put on um, these little um, DM bits with the dress because I just didn't want to be too like high heels and stuff. Like I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, Easter Sunday. And um, my husband was like, well, it's nice until you get to the bits. And of course I, you know, felt a bit of a woundedness. And I thought, no, be in your feminine energy. And just like, I like it and um you know just own it and i do and that was interesting we had this discussion around that so the other end of the scale then is the distorted feminine so she is insecure like that some insecurity popped up for me there um and you will find that you will dip in and out of this you know i used to be extremely insecure and it's not that i'm not insecure now it's just that bouts of it pop out at certain times and i have to pull myself back and give myself a talk and really dig into right what areas of insecurity are still there that I haven't healed and generally that takes me back to times as a child okay when I just didn't feel good enough 
um, the distorted feminine energy needs validation. So, you know, she will need, like, say she's on Instagram and she puts a post or even doing this podcast, like she will need to constantly keep checking, you know, the number of people have watched it or has anybody given, you know, five star ratings or anything like that. And that's funny that, you know, I didn't even know it was logged out of my podcast there till I had to log in to record. And then I was like, oh, look how many people's watched. Oh, great. You know, it's not something I monitor. Although I've, I've had to really pull back and not monitor Instagram. When I first started on Facebook, I never looked at followers on it or anything like that. And I've noticed an anxiety with Instagram when I was like, no, stop that, stop that. That's the distorted feminine that wants to control. Um, she would be critical of loved ones. And really that's because she's critical of herself. You know, um, she is would be needy in relationships. And it's interesting that... You know, for me, I would have been like that years ago when I first started out, very needy in relationships um, where I'm not so much now. And sometimes I can find myself, you know, you could find yourself dipping in and out of these characteristics and that's okay, just be aware of them. Um, unable to control her emotions. And, you know, the thing is, it's okay. Some people, if you're more feminine, you're going to be more emotional um, as a female. You could be more masculine as a female and maybe not as emotional. And it's under it's, it's really important to understand I am emotional, I'm quite a feminine energy, so I'm going but I have to understand that that's my superpower. And but also to keep to not allow it to overtake my life and to know how to bring in the tools for self-regulation through meditation, through essential oils, through walking, through nature, through movement of my body, through listening to podcasts to help me really manage that. Okay, so it's using all of the tools. She is manipulative, so maybe trying to, you know, um, have an end game for something and trying to go about it in a particular way. Again, it's back to control and the needing to fix, okay? Again, there's the next one, she controls so she doesn't lose. We really have to let go of somebody being right or wrong, okay? And I, you know, I've really found this in my own life with my children. You know, I just go, you're both right, <laughs> do you know? And... Um, recently you know I had an issue with a real dear friend and um, you know um, she felt that I was saying she was wrong and actually I wasn't I was like you are right however this is my opinion and none of us are right none of us are wrong that is right for you here's just my my side of it okay which is right for me all right and it's not about trying to convince the other that they're wrong okay so um, the distorted masculine all, or feminine sorry, also likes to like overconnect or overshare information about themselves, okay? And you know, I, I used to find when I was younger and I you know, really didn't understand myself and I would go out with a new group of people, I would constantly be like, like, like verbal diary, I just, blah, 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 all this would come out and I would come out going, oh my golly, what on earth? Oh, what did you say that for? And it wasn't anything, it was just complete uh, blah, do you know, because of my anxiety. Um, and I was really in that distorted feminine energy of trying too hard to be liked or to, to please, you know. Um, so feeling like a victim is another um is another energy of the distorted feminine and um you know we can work through this stuff but it's important to then move on and to heal the past to forgive that's one of the energies i was talking about today you know um is letting go of the the, the wounded side of of the sacrifice and you know um you know giving yourself some time it's not even about forgiveness sometimes a lot of us have been through real deep trauma that forgiveness is just not an option and you don't have to forgive but you can just accept that that's what it was that's in the past but that's not defining my future and i'm moving on 
moving on with bells on in here bells of change so she sacrifices her own needs other over others and this is really self-care um and many of us you know this is one of the big things i would talk about a lot within my groups um, she is inauthentic, really just she's just scared to be her true self. It's not that she means to be, she's just frightened that she'll not be liked and she's maybe different. And I've definitely been working through this so, so much, you know. Um, and I'm still, it's like a work in progress, you know. Um, she has no boundaries or self-control and, you know, that would be even with food or with alcohol or just with other people, with families and just being able to say no um, or not right now or I'm not feeling that, you know. And it's, it's definitely something that we all have to work on, you know, and we just get better at it. So let's move on now to the divine masculine energy, okay? So remembering that the divine masculine energy is within us as females as well, okay? So as well as within males and the, and the divine feminine energy will be within males also. So um, the divine masculine energy is being a man or a woman. I'm going to say man or a woman of his word. Honest and accountable okay being accountable for your actions accountable for your part and anything that has happened around you that maybe isn't okay and not blame and being super honest with those around you on how you feel because that's all you can be um humble and have integrity very grounded so that's what the, the masculine energy will be very much about connecting with the earth and we're really grounded in that energy um, being very present so present and holding that lovely grounded space when somebody is speaking and let them speak their truth whether you agree with it or not whether it's triggering you and not interrupting you know and really listening from the heart and listening from I suppose a very non-judgmental place um, and you know judgment is a big thing you know a lot of people you know have never walked in other people's shoes um, and if we judge others, you know, we really are judging ourselves. That's something we have to look at within ourselves. And we've maybe felt that at some point in our lifetime. Um, the divine masculine energy is very safe. It's very reliable. Um, it's non-reactive. doesn't take things personally. It's a real guiding force. You know, we need the masculine energy to help us really to move forward. It's disciplined. It's focused on goals. And it knows how to get there. Like... You know, for me to do this podcast, for example, you know, I'm in my feminine energy when I, you know, when I sit down and I'm in, right. And then as I start to write to keep me going so I don't give up, I'm in my masculine. So I'm constantly flowing between the two. And then to, you know, once I have read it, then I sit down and then I have to record it. So I really need to be in my masculine energy, but also still in my intuitive feminine energy um, of flow so that it's, it's not, you know, it's not too stagnant. Okay. And it's really from the heart. Um, so the characteristics, I suppose, of the distorted masculine are then fearing failure, you know, just being too um, rigid about winning and too rigid about the competitiveness of life and looking at what other people are doing um, and needing to be better, you know, um, avoiding connection and just feeling distant um, and the need to be right, as I spoke about you know, focused on too much on goals that are attached to success. You know, I always say, um, you know, with my groups about set intentions, I try not to say goals because they just seem like very serious. You know, it's, it's not that I don't set goals, but it's like, you know, then if I, I feel, I feel like such a failure and I really just can go to such a dark place, you know. 
um, whereas intentions can be too fluffy also, you know, they can be like wishes. It's not wishes and it's not goals. It's like intentions where there's an intent to do something. And then, you know, that energy, you put your attention on that. And then you have steps that you follow to bring those intentions into fruition. Okay. So the distorted masculine or unhealthy masculine can defend himself a lot, you know, um, can almost be aggressive um you know this need to stick up for himself and it just comes across all wrong um uh, very critical you know this is something i've been talking about with my husband where you know he's finding that he's very critical of himself so they can be critical of others hence my bits <laughs> you know so it's about having that conversation and understanding to go okay so where am i critical with myself um again being judgmental you know narcissist um you know tendencies as well you know being selfish um and there is a fine line you know um it's important if you are the other way and if you do too much for others that you have to allow you allow yourself to feel a bit selfish um as you bring into the balance but then don't go the other end where you're not given at all you know so everything's about balance um the distorted masculine also can't listen it's stuck in the mind too much and that's where it really needs to come into the heart um, not in touch with his emotions and really um, connected with addiction addiction is all about suppressing stuff so you know it could be addicted to work to alcohol again this is female stuff as well okay it's just it's called the distorted masculine energy um tv the phone etc okay even sex um the need to control is the last one and just this um being inflexible okay so you can see, you know, I'm sure some of you have identified with some of these traits within all of them. And, you know, please don't judge yourself. And as I said, you know, I've had to work through quite a lot of this real distorted feminine energy even before I've been able to present this podcast. And, you know, I really focused on the distorted masculine before now and healing that. But I totally forgot about the distorted feminine energies that were present. You know, so where can you go from here? You know, you have, you now have awareness and that is the first step. That's super, super powerful, super empowering. You have an awareness that these energies exist and the categories that they fall under. So we have a bit of structure and you know how to move towards the balanced ones, you know, the divine feminine and the masculine. And you will present more, as I said, with more of a dominant energy. For example, I'm more feminine, but I have masculine traits. And I try to work and live, you know, I've tried to work and live in a masculine world for years, which really didn't work for me. And that's when I really, really struggled in my life. You know, I have other female friends who are predominantly masculine by nature and I have and, and have some feminine traits. So it's super empowering to understand what's right for you and, and what, what you are, you know, and work towards that. I will be printing, typing this podcast up on my blog and my website, um, www.mywellbeingpal.com. Um, if you want to pop over there and sign up um, and you'll get a notification that will be sent to you automatically um, when it's uploaded and there you will be able to see the list of these that I've just explained so you can go down and tick through them or print it or whatever. Um, and if like me you're predominantly feminine you know understand that your emotions as I said are your superpower you know and you must be careful not to stay in the mind too much and just keep bringing yourself back into the heart. You know, if not, you could feel lonely and isolated and even stay in unhealthy relationships. You know, it's important to start to really practice daily tools, you know, meditation, journaling. Um, journaling allows you to shift energy and use your voice um, to really integrate stuff. 
taking naps throughout the day for integration if you can having a good old cry and allowing yourself like I I feel so much better having a good old cry and then it's done you know dancing and movement even you know even a, a just a good old scream outside you know creating a sacred daily practice as a vessel for release you know understand that your feelings are like a portal to your intuition your internal navigation system is giving you feedback you know so you need to create a space to listen to feel to understand so that you have the foresight and not the hindsight and then you respond from there okay you know giving giving is super important giving will put you in in an action mode and helps you call back your power it's why i do this podcast it's why i do my instagram posts it's why i started to become more active since lockdown um you know stop the one of the big things is to stop asking others for advice because we give our power away when we do this and that's one of my big lessons from the last couple of weeks you know um as i just never really truly trusted myself or you know that i had any wisdom or my intuition um and really all the answers are within us they're within you and you don't need to look outside of that get creative you know the sacral chakra is the emotional center okay um and it's funny you know this is the first time you know this easter that i've actually made decorations and put decorations up i would do halloween i would do christmas and i've actually made like a you know like a like a tree with eggs and i stitched it all together and i really just to really tune into that creative energy to really help with the anxiety that i was feeling you know the past few days or whatever and um boundaries so trust your gut you know um I'm sure there's many examples and obviously the last episode was all about boundaries but I'm sure there's many examples in your own life where you have not trusted your gut and um, then something has happened you're like oh if only I had trusted it there'll be many of them so you know just trust it without the need to know or have proof that it's right and then you go from there and the more you do that the more um, you know you'll get into your flow okay so on the other hand if you are predominantly masculine or you know this still relates like this would relate to me i have a good bit of a masculine within me so i sort of um but you might be more of this as well um so the divine masculine it's all about very much the body and about moving the body and coming into the body so exercise is crucial body work is crucial even having a massage um you know like i had you know acupuncture the other day um you know even just um obviously doing things like yoga which are really slow in movement and then even like weight stuff where you're really you know strengthening the body okay going out for walks in nature and having a purpose you know a new hobby a new program you know i'm going to be doing um the final round actually of the hormone balance chakra program live this is the last time i will do it live as i'm putting it just into a package a standalone package that you can just buy and do whenever but this will be the last time you'll have an opportunity to do it with me live for the eight weeks which is super powerful and that starts on the 28th of april so if anybody is keen on doing that program or signing up for that to really help us explore all of these areas you know i look at the you know the eight chakras the here there's seven chakras the seven hormone glands um, I said eight because there's eight weeks. Um, the first week is all about creating space. You know, we look at, you know, there's a meditation for each week. There is, you know, a beautiful hormone flow yoga for each week. There is, there, with the movement, there's journaling and questions connected to that chakra and hormone gland. And then there's nutrition advice and recipes and stuff like that. 
and most of it is done you know you can do it in your own time and do one live each week which you can watch live or in the follow-up and that's in the evening as well so I try and work around people so if anybody's interested in that let me know um look at your diet okay so again it's the body is a temple you know and that's why I call this the honey temple you know every single organ is a temple so um you know the physical will be what you're eating and how you're feeling it as well and that's super important for the masculine energy setting intentions you know as I talked about you know more than the goals and not wishes you know as they're too watery you know and they don't have accountability we need accountability okay and being consistent with yourself you know and not taking on too much you know I wanted to get into my fitness and start doing the weights and stuff like that and I just kept avoiding it so I thought right I need to do something so why don't you just walk every day because the running was I was struggling with so I thought right so I've been walking for an hour every day and just starting there and then I'll be able to do a bit more you know so understand you know if you have more of a masculine energy you have a lot of energy and this needs channeled into something positive you know we can suppress this with food with alcohol with tv with phones you know and really that's massive creation that is wanting to flow through you um so you know the other hand is it's choose who your people are your tribe that's not that anybody's wrong for you they're just maybe not your people you're just maybe not on that wavelength or you might have been and then you know um life moves on and we change and that changes and then it's nobody's fault and so choose who you hang out with carefully so you don't have to be the life and soul of the party all of the time you know choosing your friends according to how much value they add to your life and not how much you add to them you're a natural leader if you're more in the masculine you know so you think big and you dream big and you don't need to apologize for that you know um other people won't and that is okay too um you know it's just super important you know to not judge um um you know and then when you don't judge others will not judge you so people um you know may feel intimidated by you because you're a doer you know it's just important to not try and fix them you know or change them just inspire them own the leader that you are keep shining bright keep being the lighthouse you know um you shift your energy daily you know so you don't get bored or hold on to heaviness you hustle without being burnt out. You know that you're in a, you know, it's important that you're not always in the masculine. You come into the feminine to rest and recharge and then go back again, you know. Um, don't give too much if you're not receiving it in return. So everything's about a balance. Get comfortable watching people make mistakes. This is a big one. Um, if you're a fixer, if you're wanting to help, if you're a healer, you know, don't rush in to help because that empowers them and then they don't learn. Just simply hold the space and be there for them if they need you. You know, most of you who listen to this podcast will be predominantly fem feminine or females, as the podcast is called The Honey Temple after all, you know, be your own damn queen. So the feminine energy flows like a river. Sometimes it has these twists and these turns and sometimes it's quiet and patient. And at other times it's really strong and fearless. The core of feminine energy is a creation. It's creating something out of nothing. She is magnetic and magic comes to her. This comes from her soul. And no one truly who she is. She isn't scared of her shadow self. And is guided by her higher self. She doesn't put God or anyone else in a pedestal. Because he or she is within her always. And everyone around her is simply a reflection of her. 
She understands her need to express herself through words, through writing and creating when the time is right within her cycle. She also knows when it's time to let go of the old and to clear space for the new to come in via people, activities, old habits, patterns, etc. She also knows when it's time to rest, to slow down as new energy comes in to help her with her desires. She doesn't suppress her emotions and she listens to her triggers and the pain and processes the lesson, not blaming anyone. As my daughter shouted out the words circle over breakfast this morning and spelt it perfectly, I listened as there are signs and symbols all around. The feminine energy is not linear. We think in a circular motion. It's not about getting from A to B, but rather it's about getting to any destination that is in fact destined so that we trust the universe to guide us. So as we come to the end of this podcast, just reflect and maybe listen again. And each time you hear it, you will pick up something different. Understand that this is simply a process of becoming whole, complete like the circle, like the egg, Easter, Mary Magdalene, like creation. When fully balanced in our divine masculine and feminine energy, we can create and nourish healthy, successful relationships. And this is mirrored in our world. And this is ultimately how we create change by simply starting with ourselves and looking in our own mirror. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And as always, there will be a meditation to follow this to help really balance the masculine and feminine energies within yourself. And just do that in your own time or when you feel called to. And I'm sending you all lots and lots of love. And I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you subscribing. I appreciate you sharing. And um, yeah, I'll talk soon. If you like this episode, please subscribe to The Honey Temple so that you're notified when I upload a new episode. And please share it if you feel that this will help others. Have a great day.